0: Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Personal Trainers Business Incubator Journey Podcast. We have one of my good friends, Izzy, who was a student inside the PTBI program, and he's doing things that I've never seen any other student do. Literally, he's the first PTBI student to do the things that he's doing. And I want to share his story of success because it is wild, it's awesome, it's inspirational, and it's exceptional. Uh, just a long story short, Izzy came to us back in February of 2021 and he was one of the rare occasions where my closer Kevin actually had to hang up the phone and get on the phone with me and say, Hey, look, there's this guy. He's really serious. He's asking if you can do these custom payment plans. And, you know, we have, we have certain rules that we follow with PTP of how we do things, but this is one of the few occasions that we're like, all right, we'll go out on a limb here. We'll give this guy a break. We'll see what he does. And literally within his first month, he like quadruples his, roi and like absolutely blows up his business takes off and he now is renting a studio out in the bay area which is not cheap by the way and he's doing big things he's creating a community out there and i've been watching him ever since and i want to share his story because i think it's absolutely amazing so izzy why don't you say what's up let the people know who you are and give yourself a quick introduction
1: what's up y'all yeah so my name is izzy uh so yeah, i'm 31 years old I'm living in the bay Area I'm actually a Coast Guard veteran I was in the Coast Guard for nine years and uh, I found my way to just do fitness coaching right out of the coast Guard started personal training in the gym and uh I mean if you've trained in a gym you know how it just sucks you know I was getting like minimum wage and five dollars per session for commission uh, and so I just uh, i you know I stopped for a while but I just kept doing it in my own life like with my Family and friends, and eventually, also during the pandemic, I was like, "The only thing that seemed viable to me was getting back into fitness and trying to make that work." So that's how I ended up uh, finding Zach and joining the PTBI. Awesome, man! Awesome. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and start with your before story.
0: I am very curious as to like what your origins are, just because I'm not sure if I remember hearing this correctly. But did you mention that you were immigrant to America? Is that true?
1: So my parents are. I was born here. I went okay. back to Egypt afterwards. Um, so, like, I, I've been back and forth, but I I was back in Egypt for a little bit. Then we came back. So I grew up mostly in New York. Um, and then I, at, when I was 18, I joined the Coast Guard. It had been hopping around ever since.
0: Okay, awesome.
1: And what, what inspired you to join
0: the Coast Guard? What was that experience like? And then how did you end up in fitness afterwards?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know something about the structure of the military always attracted me but specifically like the mission of the coast guard uh, if you don't know the coast guard's number one mission they're a search and rescue service so before anything else there uh that's what they do so that's what attracted me to it that's what i wanted to do so i was a as a, a sailor for a while i spent a lot of time traveling on ships uh i worked a lot of search and rescue cases uh did a lot of drug iteration things like that but ultimately it was uh, that sense of the structure and that idea of helping people you know through through uh search and rescue and that's kind of what led me to personal training afterwards you know like I wanted to have a more hands-on experience with people um and I wanted to do something more like affect people like in their day-to-day life and uh personally like me I when I was in the military I actually got injured and hurt a lot I was actually in terrible shape in the military I uh like 80 pounds heavier than I am now um I got injured a lot I uh I like lost mobility actually a lot of my joints um because I had a lot of surgeries, I had like ACL surgeries, I broke my back, uh, broke my wrist. Uh, So it wasn't until I picked up strength training. um, It was the same time I got uh, an apprenticeship my first job as a personal trainer. I picked up strength training and like she had a massive shift in my body and started to like repair a lot of the damage I'd gone through. Um, And so, you know, I wanted to keep sharing that with people because it made such a big difference for me. But the work, you know, the work when I first started working through a gym, it just wasn't there.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. I think that is, um, I wish trainers knew that more that going into the gym setting setting and in-person training, like it's extremely fulfilling, but there's also so much baggage and bullshit that comes with it that they don't tell you about. So how long were you an in-person trainer? What kind of baggage did that come with and what made you eventually decide to leave the gym space?
1: So honestly, let's see, uh, not even that long, uh, because the first gym I was at, I worked at for I think six months, it was a small private studio, charged like $400 a month, but I was making like $10 an hour plus $5 commission. Um, And then they shut down, Uh, there I think they're still out here in in California, but they shut down in New York uh, after I've been there for about six months. And I looked for other gym jobs around me. I kind of picked up a couple like here, but just I didn't even like stick with them for a couple of weeks. so I really, I just stopped and I just focused on going back to school and finishing up school. Uh, and so it was mostly just training people like friends and uh, family, you know, at the gym. And so I, I stopped working trainer a few years ago and then it was just like all just pro bono stuff. And sometimes I take it on a random client, um, but it wasn't until last fall that I started to take it like more seriously, trying to figure out how to run it on my own, be my own like business. Awesome,
0: man. So what exactly made you realize that, Hey, maybe I can do it on my own because you, it sounded like you tried to do this last fall, but we didn't, we didn't find you or you didn't find us until February. So, you know, what inspired yeah. you to say, Hey, I'm going to try to do this on their own. And then what happened from that moment until you found us, where were you when you found us? Yeah.
1: Well, so I think I talked to you about this a little bit before, but like I actually came into it from a very different way. Like, I wasn't really interested in uh, at first in figuring out how to run like a fitness business, but more so I was doing a lot of community organizing last year during some of Corona. There's a George Floyd uprising. There's just a lot going on and here in the Bay Area. It was a lot happening. So I just got involved in uh, just doing a lot of community organizing. Um, and I, I organized a lot of art shows, uh, just a lot of different in person community stuff. And one of the things that uh, I just really realized was really needed was health and fitness you know everyone's trying to be about their way you know eat good especially out here everyone wants to eat organic everyone's doing yoga but everyone's like at it completely in bad health and bad shape you know and like ultimately no one has a lot of direction and i have been like these big gatherings of people and everyone's talking about being good doing good for your health for your family you know like generational health and generational wealth and wellness but uh everyone was like struggling with their pain with their body and And I would be the one person, like everywhere I go, I'd work out, you know, like I'd go to the park, I'd do some yoga, do some pull-ups, whatever. And uh, that's just, it's always been really important to me. And so uh, people were always watching me and uh, I just realized, well, this is what I, this is what I can bring right now to the community. Um, Let me figure out how to do this. But I didn't know how to run a business at first. So uh, I was doing, it. I was charging way too little. I was just doing like big open things at the park where I'd invite people out and I would do a lot of free events. but I had no idea. I knew how to coach. I knew how to lead group sessions. I had no idea how to run.
0: Yeah. So then how did you find us at PTBI? And, you know, what was the initial thought with, or the intention with getting a mentor? Like, what, what was your plan in doing, in, in
1: doing that? It, well, to be honest, like, I had a moment of just hesitation with mentorship at all. But then I kind of just rethought about it. And you know, mentorship worked real well for me through just the system of mentorship in the military. Oh, sorry, there's a talking to me right now. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, uh, it worked really well with the military and just a system of, you know, like there's always someone above you you're learning from. Um, other than that, just the apprenticeship that I did and getting uh, trained as a trainer when I first left was really successful for me. And so I realized, you know, like it, I, ha- I got lucky where I got a couple of times where I got to do mentorship for free. Um, I, you know, why not pay for it? Uh, find someone who I can trust. And so... I spent a lot of time actually looking, uh, just honestly, just shopping ads on Instagram. And I just got like the algorithm super tuned in. I was showing me fitness coach, trainer, uh, like fitness business coaches, uh, like every other post was a fitness business coach. And uh, yours honestly just stuck out to me most because it wasn't braggadocious. It wasn't ridiculous. You were just, I I think it was really plain. You were just like in a plain room sitting with your laptop and a tank top and you're like, this is like what I get to do and it's pretty cool. And uh, that was that was it for me. I'm like, I'm not trying to be like I'm not trying to be driving like exotic sports cars. I'm not trying to be a, a giant buy a giant mansion. I'm like trying to make money, right? But my 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 goal is different. Like I, I don't want that's not what I'm looking for. So there's a couple of people I interviewed with or asked questions, you know, like before that. And it was just two bragging doses and you just had the right level of like we can get you there to what you're looking to do. Uh, and there wasn't any showboating, you're pretty down to earth.
0: Yeah. I, I really respect that. I, I appreciate that a lot. And something that I will say, I recognize in you is like, I know that you're absolutely crushing it on the sales game, but I've <clears throat> seen all oh, of that income. You. Oh, did you, did you cut out?
1: Yeah. Last you said something you recognize and that was, Oh name. yeah.
0: I was going to say something that I recognize in you that because I've been watching you ever since is like, I know how much you're crushing it in business and I've only seen that money go directly back into the community. Right. I've only ever seen you reinvest back into things that serve the community and that's going to provide good for the community. And I think that's really, really awesome. And your actions speak louder than your words and they are totally in alignment. Uh, But before we get into what you're doing now, I want to go back to your first sale because I remember I was like, what the actual fuck? Like I was like, that was crazy. I think within like your first month, your first sale, you made like an $8,000 sale and you closed it. And you were like, holy shit, this is crazy. Like, I never thought I could do this. So what exactly happened in that moment? What did you, um... Oh, wait one second while, while it reconnects.
1: The the sale. All right, we're good.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, So you were saying about the sale, right? Yeah, that first sale, that first big sale. Like, what did you learn that allowed you to make that sale? And what did that moment like bring? Was that like an awakening moment where you're like, holy shit, I can do this? Like, what was that moment like?
1: Yeah, so... It's real funny because I am gonna say real first that I actually, uh, I dropped that client after like three weeks. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But uh, it, I realized I was underselling myself. Like that was the biggest thing. I, I didn't know how to ask for my value. I knew the kind of money that I wanted. Uh, I just didn't know how to actually get to the place where I could ask for that without, for instance, having, I mean, what I have now, right? Like all the, the facility, the equipment to be like, oh yeah, I'm a gym, you should pay me this much money. Or when I was in my tiny apartment, I had a hard time figuring out how to kind of create that authority. So that was the big thing: was like getting into that mindset of understanding how to, like, yeah, I don't have something physical to show them, but this year, the years of knowledge is what they're buying, and that's enough for them to pay for it. Um, and other than that, is just talking, uh, talking them up about this is all that I can t- do for you. Uh, it's up to you whether or not you're gonna take this decision, you know, make this decision, take that plunge. Um, and so it was like that first uh, module in the video. It's all about the mindset and getting in that headspace of like, I, this is what I'm gonna ask for and I absolutely deserve to make this kind of money. Um, so that was it. I actually tried down selling that client at first, but, uh, and they and insisted they want like this $8,000 package. I cut them out because they got weird. They started like hitting on me and like trying to hang out and shit. And I was like, no, we're not doing that. Um, but it didn't matter. Cause like that, that first payment was $1,500. Um, and uh, I was like, oh, shit, I've never gotten paid that much up front for anything that I've done. You know, like I've done that, you know, I've gone up through jobs, through the military, whatever, but never just like, yeah, this is the service I'm providing you, pay me this much. Uh-huh. And uh, and that, that really kicked me off to realize like, yeah, I can, you just confidently tell people this is what I deserve for what I'm going to do and people will buy it. Yeah, man.
0: And uh, ever since that moment, you... So for that first solid six weeks of your PTBI program, you were coming to the coaching calls, you were learning, you're taking notes, you're asking questions. And then after that moment, you just like went off. Like, you're like, I got this, I'm doing my thing, like taking off. I saw you started renting a studio out in the Bay area. You now have a ton of gym equipment. You're hosting these in-person events. So what's going on now? What does your business look like? Are you full-time for yourself? Like what's, what's the plan?
1: Yeah. I'm full-time for myself. I'm also a little fortunate in that I am like a retired veteran. So I do have like a pension that just helps me do this. Mm -hmm. It's not much, but it's enough to you know help. Um, But it's, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't do this with just that, (laughs) you know, not even close. Um, So it's been good. I've been able to like increase my income, um, been able to figure out how to like get the credit I need to actually invest into this. I remember that one, I think when you started doing the podcast, remember that one, uh, episode you did and you're talking about um, investing into your business. And like, you made that investment with a camera and that that helped you grow into, I forgot whatever you did after that. And like, just deciding like, yeah, go all in. Like sure, it's like, I was gonna buy like some shoes or some, a car, like going in all in on credits is dumb. But if you're doing it for your business, you know how to get a return on that, go all in, money back. And that's every time I get a dive all in, all in this. So we just, and that's how we ended up. Uh, I, I knew that space was holding me back when I was in my tiny apartment in San Francisco, and it's uh, hard to make content. It's hard to the, the gyms here are all clogged up. Uh, it was going to the park all the time to make content, and so I realized I just needed my own space. I didn't want to go to another gym. I wanted to create my own gym. Um, and we found this commercial like live space here in Oakland, and tried to me and my partner tried to move in. Um, and at first, uh, it was. Uh, yeah we weren't really sure what direction to take it and then we decided like well again just do the same thing go all in like create a whole gym something to create authority and um just create that attention and it's got ca- it caught it's you know caused a lot of attention and we've also been, been able to do more a lot more community work like we've done been able to find ways to merge the fitness and wellness uh stuff that we do with just a uh, community outreach where you know we don't always have to do like paid events where we can just invite the community into our space or uh, share the knowledge with them without having to, you know, fish for clients each time we do that. Um, and that was kind of the biggest thing I wanted to do with creating the business is create a separation between, you know, my income and then the community work I do where I can still do that same, you know, same in that same vein of wellness and fitness. But uh, there's a way for me to provide that for community, for people who can't afford, you know, the, the high ticket coaching. Yeah. So, so that's kind of, has been the direction. And then the other big thing is uh, we just kind of realized like there's a power in advertising and we didn't know how to get into it. And so we like just recently, like two months ago, invested into another coaching program on, uh, you know, specifically fitness coaching for advertising. So we just started getting into advertising like beginning of this month. Um, but even just even getting to that point, we, I would have gotten there without your help and your program.
0: Yep. I love it, man. And I'm really happy that you actually moved on to another program. I, um, I got a question the other day from a student that was like, you know, at what point do you, you know, invest into another coach? I'm like, when your coach gets you to the next step and they have, they've taught you absolutely everything. Like you need to go on to other mentors and learn from other people who are doing different things because it's a collection of knowledge that creates the results, not just learning from one person. Um, so that's really awesome, dude. So we'll wrap things up here. I think your story is really amazing, but I also think that you are non-traditional in the sense that like, you know, you're not like super clean cut. You're like kind of, you know, on, on your own path. So like, what would you say to someone who's like, ah, yeah. oh, you know, I'm not, I don't look like the cliche fitness trainer or like this doesn't like, I don't fit into this box. Like, what would you say to someone who's just getting started that wants to, wants to carve their own path?
1: Yeah, it sounds so fucking and corny but just fucking do it <laughs> like you know like if you know this is for you you know it's like I, I I oh I still that like to this day I think about that mindset video you like in the mindset uh my uh module for in your in the PTB course mm-hmm. um because that's exactly like, just get in that mindset of fuck everything else fuck plan B fuck plan c there is only plan a and mm-hmm. plan a is working for myself and creating the life that I want to build for myself for my family for my community fuck everything else right just fucking do it right figure everything else on the way but just fucking do it i love it man
0: well izzy i really really appreciate you taking the time to uh share your story i want to tell you that i'm extremely proud you're doing really big things i'm going to continue watching you and your growth and you know i'm personally invested just because i know that your growth is like we've helped contribute a little bit to that growth and i'm like this is just so cool to see what you're building out here so any final words for anybody who's listening, and oh, where yeah. can people find you online?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I first, I just say thank you, Zach. And like one thing I still say to this day, I say to my partner, to my family, like if I hadn't taken, was like that last five hundred dollars I had. If I hadn't taken that last five hundred dollars and invested it into your coaching program, I wouldn't be here today. You know, mm. um, this this you and your coaching program got me here. You gave me the tools to help me figure it out. Like I had I had the drive, I had the skills. I didn't know how to run it, so. Like, then that's, you know, that's one thing I'd say is invest in coaching because there's nothing wrong in admitting that you don't know everything, you know, and that we can learn from someone else. Um, there's always, there's always something of value to learn from someone else. And, uh, you know, even honestly, one thing that I've reminded myself constantly, cause you're 25, I think, right? Um, I'm, I just turned 31, like learning from someone younger than you, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, uh, you've had different life experiences and I, there's, I've found value in your life experiences. Um, and just, just do it. Learn from someone who knows more than you. And other than that, you can find me on Instagram, liberation.wellness. And thank you, Zach. Seriously. I really, really appreciated the, uh, everything I've gotten from your course and your, your insight and leadership.
0: Of course, man. Well, you guys heard him liberation.wellness. You can find him on Instagram. I'd go give him a follow because he's, uh, he's building something amazing on the Bay area. Izzy, thank you so much. We'll end the podcast here and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.